0: Dear Adulting, mom, who oh, is it ready for this? What is up, my Dalton in training, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Adulting. I'm your host, Raquel Alfaro. Hi guys! It's been so long. Well, it feels like so long, but it's only really been a week. But still, I'm happy to be here and be back. Um, A little life update. I've still been walking dogs, which has been super nice just because I love doggos. I love animals. Speaking of animals, I'm getting a kitty soon, so I can't wait to podcast about that and maybe film some content for YouTube. I took a little break just because it was kind of overwhelming to do my podcast, YouTube, and then my side hustles, I guess, but I will be back at that soon. Uh, This episode is going to be really, really good. I just enjoy talking to Kendall so much. He is one of my friends that I met through work, and we talk about the stereotypes of what it's like to be gay, and we talk about society and putting a label on people in the LGBTQ community. It just was very special for me to make sure I did this and did this the right way, and I wanted someone who actually went through it. And so I hope you guys enjoy and remember to follow my podcast page at Dear Adulting Podcast on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Raquel Alfaro. That's A-R-O. And listen to new episodes every Sunday at noon and give my podcast a rating. It helps or if you leave a comment, it helps. Anything helps really get everyone listening. Just spread the word and You know help a sister out and before we get started i do want to give you guys the the affirmation of the day so today's affirmation of the day is i will stay true to myself i think it's super important to just keep this in mind and you shouldn't change for others you should be happy with who you are and love yourself and just never change who you are because who you are is special in your own way and you don't need to be like everyone else so as always repeat this to yourself three times internally or out loud throughout the day throughout the week whenever really and just keep in mind that it's super important to just be yourself it shines through your personality and I think for me it took a long time to realize that and Once I started to feel comfortable with myself, I felt happier. So that's what I want for you guys. And let's jump into today's episode. I have Kendall Stokes, who is a writer, a content creator. He also has a podcast, which uh, we'll mention later on in the show. So I hope you enjoy and let's get right into it. All right, Kendall, how are you? Welcome to the show.
1: I am good. How are you?
0: I've been good. There, um, the weeks have been kind of long. There's been like a lot going on for me. I feel like I'm unemployed still, kind of. I'm like doing this whole entrepreneurship stuff with my podcast. My boss babe.
1: Boss <laughs> <Bus>, babe. <laughs> Just
0: walking dogs and stuff, but it's been pretty good. Just chilling. How have you been? Like, have you been up
1: to anything new? i've been good i've been doing doordash because i'm also on my boss babe tip um it's like, i've been i've been writing a lot trying to get more into my creative side um instead of because i i don't like i don't believe working for corporations anymore i just don't i don't, I don't like
0: that. It. <laughs> my, my dad has always told me if you're gonna work you better work for yourself because mm-hmm. you to get your money
1: hmm and Get it your off. money, honey. Get your money, honey. It pays off because when you're doing something that you love, I just, but it's like it never feels like you're working. Your passions, you know. Yeah, because that's the best motivation. And if you don't like it, then you just stop.
0: And it was okay. So we originally met at Barnes Noble, mm-hmm.
1: and Noble, and.
0: We bonded because of our passions and being interested in media and film, and also because we love croissants.
1: Yes, and <laughs> croissants and free beverages.
0: We <laughs> love free beverages and we love croissants. They didn't really treat us well, so we would take the croissants for free and it we was, were baking it was, them.
1: It was our reparations. Yeah. Yes, we were a couple times we deserved to. Stuffing
0: our pockets with croissants. <laughs> yes, <Yeah.
1: laughs> <laughs> you know what actually was so crazy is. Uh, BNN, don't sue me. I can pay you the $4. But I remember it was right when the pandemic hit. And I really got sick. And it wasn't because of the pandemic. It was just they had us, like, cleaning. And it was dusty. And I don't... think it
0: was always dusty.
1: Yeah, it was always dusty. Why did they worry about now? And I, I think you were... I think you had left at that point. I don't think you were there. Because it was, like, right before the pandemic happened. Oh and God. I was feeling very, very ill because of the dust and stuff. So, of course, I'm in, like, the back area really feeling real, uh, like, just sneezing and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a bag of chips. <laughs> so I, I, went, <laughs> I went to the front of the cafe, got a bag of chips, and it was nobody coming in because of the pandemic. So I was sitting in the back area near the sink eating chips. <laughs> then the manager at the time pops back. Pops <laughs> back. And I'm the only one over there. So, how did I ring it up? That's basically the thought process I knew he was going to have. So, I hide the bag of chips. <laughs> I hide it somewhere. And I'm still chewing. So, I was like, I, I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to get you sick or anything. The whole time I'm chewing those right. fucking chips. And he's like, oh i think you should go home we'll just close to the cafe and da, 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 da. i was like yeah as soon as i hit that car i felt better and i got away with some free chips so that just <laughs> corporations it's uh, i see this thing on tumblr where they say it's always appropriate to to steal from corporations or something like that i think they said it um adobe or something
0: <laughs> We're not telling you to. Shop no, we're restaurant. not
1: telling no, 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 don't steal. Don't steal. It's not good. Don't
0: steal money. But if you're working at a restaurant or a food industry, I would say it's safe to say if you're working and you're serving, they like- should give you. They should give you and include the meals rather yeah. than making you pay. I remember there was like the bullshit of 50% off meals. And I used to be like, why? I'm working 12 hour shifts. Exactly. If we get 15 minute breaks, I should be able to eat for free. I don't know that's just the, the entitled bitch in me, but. It's not, it's
1: I not. Because out there at a pizza place, pie Five. you know. You, 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 yeah, yeah. You, yeah, we were always in sync. Yeah, we, we were always there. And. I went to Pop Five. I got free meals all the time because I don't know. I was I and was amazing be
0: included. especially yes. now it's no.
1: It it makes no sense on not feeding your employees. And I remember that it was a girl there. You know the girl. She yeah. was working all the time in the cafe, and she was like, they never really respected her. Or I don't know if they didn't not <laughs> say respect her, but she was just always working and it was like i felt really bad for her because they, oh my gosh
0: i know who you're talking about yeah they, they
1: were taking advantage of her because she was working all the time if anybody was to take food i think it should have been her because she was she all the way
0: through shifts like crying sometimes i'm like yeah just say no it's just like as simple as saying no because i remember yeah. you used to always be like they make her do all this stuff but then we used to ask her and she's like, I just said, okay.
1: It's like,
0: why? <laughs> I, I, like I would have been like, okay, I'll work two days if you give me this.
1: Yeah. You need to. I, I, he got
0: treated badly, honestly. Like I remember yeah. our manager was literally, you would just see him walking around on his phone.
1: Oh my. <laughs> yes. And then you have the audacity to, to come up to you and be saying some, oh, we need to see some movement. You need to, need to see some movement, You need to see some
0: movement you start. actually being a manager.
1: <laughs> yeah, you need to get off of Facebook and you need to start managing, okay? Because <laughs> this is <laughs> not working. you... He
0: would see we were, like, we would have a long line when we were making, like, the drinks. And he yeah. would have the audacity to stand in line and order, like, a complicated-ass coffee.
1: It won't even come back. It won't even come back to help, not gonna call help, you see I am struggling. And don't even get me started on the girl that begins with an A, who is on the book side. Oh my God, (laughs) if I had beef for anyone, it was that woman. In all of my job experiences, it was that woman that got on my nerves. I remember she,
0: yeah, I hated her. Yeah. And, all right, so,
1: Yeah,
0: sorry, we're on episode. We can go on for days about our experiences as a barista.
1: But
0: I did want to talk about what it's like to be labeled the gay best friend. I know that a lot of people just say, that's my gay best thief.
1: Yeah, it's, I think I didn't. I didn't really go through as much in high school. I think it really kind of affected me when I was in college because coming from Baltimore in like, I guess, a highly black area and then going to North Carolina, Wilson for that matter, in a very not-black area. You already
0: know Carolina.
1: Yeah, yeah you already know what they, they like.
0: They their torch sticks out ready. Yeah,
1: they got the, um, the no-mask mandate before it was, you know, legal. So
0: Before COVID even happened. Yeah,
1: so it's like going there and to be black, and then on top of that, being gay, and seeing... Um, how am I going to say it? Seeing... At first, it was like they had this specific idea of me when they found out that i was gay and they had this specific idea of how i'm supposed to be and then when i kind of i guess showed them that i was all about business and breaking free from that mold almost i'm here for the bag and the bag only yes (laughs) when i when i broke free from that mold and stuff which was also crazy side note is because i went to that school to be a writer or whatever yeah because i I grew up I grew bigger than the school, to make to say everything. And I had to leave. That's why I left, because I grew bigger than the school, because I was doing too much that they couldn't handle. But back to the topic, it's like I kind of exceeded expectations, and then everybody just started praising me like I was Beyonce or something, just, call, just calling me, you know, queen and everything. And, I mean, I'll take it, because I am the queen of the night. But it's just – <laughs> it was just a lot to – and it's it's crazy because we have those expectations and, um, what's it called, stereotypes naturally. They're so embedded into our culture that, for example, like if you think, if you see like two white people sitting at a table, you would automatically think that they're dating. Or And I'm guilty of it sometimes because I would see... If you see anybody in the same group or same label as each other, you would automatically think, "Oh, they're dating." Or da da da. From my perspective, if it's two guys, two girls, you know, whatever, I anyone, I think, "Oh, they must be dating." (laughs) And that's a and that's a yeah. (laughs) And it's it's a human thing that I think it makes our it's easier for our brain to pair people up it's easy for our brain to just write it off as something else than what it is
0: yeah or it's like the same thing if I see a guy and a girl I assume like oh they must be dating but they could be brothers yeah. and sisters the whole time oh my
1: god yes yes I, I was gonna I was, I was gonna say something like, yeah 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 so actually.
0: it's just like I mean we experienced that too when I worked with you where there was another Gay guy, there, and yeah. people were like, Oh my gosh, you two should date, and they were like, Egg it
1: on, remember? Yes, 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 and yes. I remember you feeling uncomfortable at one point because you were like, No, like, I don't seem like that, we're just friends. But you but know I what? I always felt
0: like he liked you.
1: Yeah, I was I was just about to say, I was just, he told me one day that, I don't know, in, in no certain words, he said something like, Oh my god. I don't even know. Like he said something that he would have been with me if it wasn't for something else. But I never said <laughs> that I wanted I'm so to glad I don't talk be, to him anymore because I was gonna ask you. I was actually gonna ask you, have you talked to them? We could no. talk about we can talk about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this off the record.
1: <laughs> yeah, <awesome>. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> But yeah, I remember he said something like that and I was like, I would require me to you know also be into yeah you, you. <laughs> <laughs> and you I would
0: assume that I be yes. with you.
1: And is that, that something is.
0: you ex like? Is that something you go through often? Where you would have a guy friend who was like that and just assume you would just date them because you were both gay?
1: Um, no. Like,
0: I feel like he didn't even take the time to get to know you.
1: No, he didn't. You could tell people that you're doing something, right? Right. And they could still come and still bother you. Um, my sound is on. Oh, I'm such a mess. Um, I, no, I don't uh, think. I, <laughs> just call me Whitney Houston, please. Um, I don't think I've had anything. Like, I've had a, I had a gay best friend in high school. Luckily, to my knowledge, it wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like that at all. So I was like, we were just really, it was awesome. Like, I I think I'm lucky to have had a good best friend in high school. Unironically, to the podcast title. <laughs> but, um,
0: here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> but, um, in outside of that, I think in college, I want to say it was. Different because people didn't necessarily because everybody's not out and especially North Carolina, people are really you know well, guarding. Is it
0: yeah. like reserved?
1: They're like they're secretive of their information, and I get yeah. that. I'm a firm believer. You don't have to come out if you don't want to. It's your personal choice. It's your life. You don't have to tell anybody anything. So I understand that, but I think there was a gay person there this is a, a rare thing i i met him on um you know those websites or the instagram things where you are going to college for the first time and they are right posting a picture or whatever
0: yeah, yeah 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 the i know what you're talking about like those little facebook groups and yeah like yeah. Ah! Yeah. And
1: i met him there and was like we were really cool friends or whatever then we i said well you could just be my roommate cuz i didn't have anybody as a roommate And I met him he said he was gay. I was like, oh, this is perfect. It's going to be just like high school. I'm going to be fine, you know. And when I got there, I had to move for some reason. But he was into me in a certain way. And it kind of led to not sexual assault, but he was kind of just like, he was handsy. I'll just say that.
0: Harassing.
1: Yeah, he was harassing. And he kind of bled into that. So it wasn't really anybody's outside affairs. It was more or less an inside job. <laughs> that was <laughs> it was just it it didn't make sense. I but I think if I'm being honest, I, I do recognize that I am a beautiful bitch <laughs> and that <laughs> I feel like even in high I school
0: want to have the confidence that you have because
1: that is amazing <laughs> i mean I, I recognize that i am beautiful but yes. <laughs> it feels like even in high school after i've graduated some guys came to me and said oh i always thought you were so attractive and so i've always felt like people's head crushed me but i guess in the terms of what you're saying they've kind of pictured me with them with themselves you know what i'm saying if that means
0: <laughs> they wanted to be me,
1: they wanted to be with me. They loved me so much. <laughs> I don't know, but honestly, no, I haven't had much of people trying to do that, unless it was somebody in the community.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Like Wait, what,
0: what is like dating culture like for you?
1: Um, i I have a boyfriend. Um, he. He's in the army, but it's hard because it's hard to trust. And that's the biggest thing. No trust, there's no us. Yes. It is so hard and it's not necessarily his fault. But when you have trust issues, it's really more or less like, it's bad for me because sometimes I think it's me, like it's maybe I'm the reason why or why i'm it's it's i'm the one creating these narratives but then at the same time it's like no you obviously must be feeling these reasons this way for something like you don't make this stuff up you then trust the she's make you feel like you do you don't even trust yourself <laughs> it's like oh my god you what do you even
0: trust your own shadows <laughs>
1: It is hard. It's hard with trust issues. It's really hard to like
0: It is hard. Cause like it's true. I have a hard time trusting the decisions I even make sometimes because mm-hmm. I'm like, am I making a good decision? Is this bad? Yeah. But sometimes I feel like it's like, okay, no, Raquel, you have to take a chance.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: like even with like dating, you're taking a chance on someone, but it's hard because yeah. I still struggle now, even mm-hmm. in my current relationship. We've been together like yeah it is hard Two okay so we've been together two years but i still will be like what are you doing this that the other like you're lying
1: and but you know what and not even (laughs) yeah and i'm not even because i i can recognize that sometimes those attributes could be seen as toxic but then you also have to empathize with the people who go through those things because people aren't born with trust issues they go through things that make them that way yes yeah so it's i it's like i can recognize how people say you're projecting that onto people but you don't just do this on your own you don't just make these accusations up on your own some people do some people do but in most cases it's not like that
0: it's also i like side note i just realize sometimes like people even when they see like a gay couple they're like who they'll ask who's the male or the female in the relationship? (laughs) Right. And how does that affect you? Do you get like offended when you hear stuff like that or no?
1: No, because I like it. I'm one of, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> Controversial. I like it. You know, I've always liked oh this is so bad. I don't even want to say it. But I like I like it when a man takes control. Like, just go ahead. Like, you know, just go off. <laughs> like I I used to tell my boyfriend all the time. I say, um, you better put me in my place (laughs) it's it's a controversial take it's a controversial take but i like it i personally never minded it because i i don't see myself necessarily as a boy or girl i see myself like somebody that transcends that so when somebody asks me that it's like oh you okay you know know." yeah because it's
0: like even like for me it's like who wears the pants in a relationship me of course (laughs) Wow, <laughs> oh, wear the pants I the pants He's wearing khakis
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So you you're like, what the hell?
1: I don't know i I like it. I like when a man is the one in charge. I don't know, I think that's bad. I get how some people fight to not have that, but yeah. for me personally, I love it. Right. I feel like i have always had to do stuff for myself. I've always had to, you know, independent. Been, yes, and it, it gets tiring. Always being independent because somebody just takes care of me. I just, I'm so sick of it. Uh, yeah, I, but I, I can recognize how that is a bad thing to some people, because in, at the end of the day, it is just two guys dating each other. There isn't necessarily a, a male or female in a the relationship. These are just two guys who like each other for who they are. Because you should
0: be, yeah, you should be looked at as people, you know, I feel yeah. like the, the people like put you in a box and then try to label you, which is why it's like, it shouldn't be like that. Why can't you just
1: be single? Yeah. yeah. A... Girl, stop saying, I tell you, I, I, somebody, I was at the Towson orientation thing and they said, what are your pronouns? And I said, oh, I don't want to be, um, I don't wanna be uh what's the word? Self-absorbent, but my pronouns yeah. are Kendall. <laughs> my pronouns are Kendall because I don't really care. Just call me kendall that's my name. <laughs> and then and then as soon as I went, some other some some person they went after me and they said, Oh, my pronouns are just I'm just me. Like I was like, oh Interesting. You just started
0: just, something. You just started a whole movement.
1: It's just you, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, person. <laughs> person. Yeah, yeah, How did they
0: react hearing that though?
1: Um. Well, it's Towson. They're trying to be progressive, so they was like, "Oh, okay." I had my bonnet on because I was not gonna, you know, it was. I think it was like eleven or something. I was like, right. I originally had my camera off, but then everybody had their camera on, so I was like, okay. So I was beautiful regardless. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna just put the camera on. And I was a stunner. I was a stunner in that group right now. I was, I was, a, stunner. I was a stunner in that group. I was so I was a man that I come to camera on. So I think I, I'm not to say I'm intimidating or something, but I can recognize that I, was I, I was have to you
0: are uh, to me when I first met you, you were kind of intimidating because I was like, you were so you know yourself well enough and you're like, yeah. confident. but I remember you looked at me, and you're like, I like you. And I was like, "Oh, if he accepts me, like." Yes.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's crazy. I get that a lot, and I try so hard not to be intimate. I don't know what it, I think it's. I think it's my it's stature. Just the
0: confidence radiates. I think that's what it yeah. is, and people are not used to pe- other people being confident. They yeah. see it as like something that's scary. I think that's like, oh, you're short of yourself? Why? Wow, like, <laughs> aw- real quick. <laughs>
1: I get, I get, I don't know. I get that a lot. And I, I've recently, in recent times, I've tried to be more subdued. I've tried to be like, oh, it's okay. It's it's right. fine. You know, just talk alone, like, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> okay. You know, do what you got to do. I've tried to be more subdued and stuff because I can, I can recognize that it is, it's a bit overbearing to have somebody be like, oh, you know, no, like, I don't, yeah, it's fine. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And but what,
0: um, do you think but you're not like changing yourself right because oh uh, no. okay good oh no not, like, stay true yourself because i love. Like,
1: I was, I was going to say I've, I've always i always like to say that but i've always gone back to kindle because it's like it's hard to not be yourself for for some people it might be but for me it's hard because it, when i feel open enough to talk and to have a conversation, then I'll do it, you know, but if I'm like, if I'm at like a store or something, I'm not going to be like, oh. I don't need to be me. I could just be a human for a minute. I could be a background character to somebody else's story for a second. I don't, have to be, I don't so. need
0: to be the main character all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's how I feel. Like when I'm out, I don't have to be, when I'm hanging with other people, I'm just like, I'm okay with being a, a guest star. I don't need to be like oh, it's a Kindle show or something, you know. But when I was at college, I was. It was the Kindle show. And I think that's why they kind of praised me a bit was because I made it the Kindle show.
0: So before you were, like, being praised and stuff, what did you go through, like, in high school or middle school? Like, did you have a hard time? Like, did it take a while for you to finally be comfortable with yourself?
1: Yes, I had a story. (laughs) Okay, so... It was ninth grade, and it's a crazy story. It's a crazy story. It, it should be a movie. I, love it. <laughs> I was in ninth grade, and I was late to school. It was some reason. I was late, regardless. You know, I'm not even going to say my high school, but it was. it's a school. I was going to say, oh, you know the school, but you know, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. Um, I was late or whatever, and I remember coming to his class, and somebody was in the back. He was in the back, and then he came up to the front to, I guess, to sit next to me. Whether it was whether he was trying to improve his grade or he was just, I don't know. But I knew why. Let me let me just shut up and keep talking. And he started, like, kind of flirting with me. Mind you, I'm 14, and I'm kind of, like, not unsure of myself. It's It's a...
0: When you're 14, you're still figuring yourself out and you who yeah. you are, or what you like. I don't know. I went through that too. Yeah. Yeah. You just go through different uh, phases.
1: Well, I feel like it's because I feel like I'm destined to be a legend or something because when I growing up, I'm thinking, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It looks
0: like Kendall is trying to take over my show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Let me stick to it. Next sorry. week you're uh.
0: your Kendall. <laughs>
1: um anyway yes so he came us the next me. he started playing but I was unsure of myself he um he would say things like oh I wish I could walk you home or it would just it would be like things you know that even if you're a kid or even if you're 14 you know this isn't because I had male friends in middle school
0: right
1: and you know that this this isn't the kind of conversations that you have with a male friend. I mean, of, to what I know at that point, this isn't what, this isn't the conversations that you have because yeah. it it's more flirtatious, more of like, who's trying to get to know me in that way? Now, one day, he asked me if I was gay. Mm-hmm. I made, <laughs> I mean the worst decision in my life. It's okay. And I told him I wasn't. And I, <laughs> <laughs> but I was scared.
0: Beyond I saying all, you said no.
1: <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Where did you get that impression from? <laughs> <laughs> and I felt so bad because I necessarily, at that point, I didn't know anything really about being gay because it was something that wasn't, wasn't talked about in my family. It really wasn't, you know, discussed in Black households. You have to either mm-hmm. know somebody like that or see it on TV, which when I was 14, 2014, it sounds like it was close, but it was kind of like, they still really didn't do stuff like that. I think we maybe had Glee in American Horror Story. And that was really all the representation that you really see. And those aren't representation for me, they're representation for gay people. So it wasn't really something I could really understand. So I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I said, no. Now, this is where it gets crazy because I had a friend who I also met when I first got there. And she told me, she said, you should write out these emotions. Which she's right. You should always write out your emotions. If you're feeling like you're going through something, you should always write out how you're feeling. Because you should, if, keeping it bottled up is just bad for your brain, bad for your body. Right. Like, for me personally, if I'm going through something, I get sick. Like, I get emotional. Like, my stomach hurts. Yeah. and. Oh, my God, my sister is so perky. <laughs> um, my stomach hurts, and I just feel like I got to go to the bathroom or whatever. It just, it's just not a good feeling. So she was, she was right to say, you know, you should definitely write it out. So I did. And she's like, oh, you should give me the note. I'll throw it away for you. It's kind of sort of like a send-off of your feelings with him. This girl from the block, Miss Jenny from the block, she gave him the letter. Oh. Now mind you, I know. She gave him the letter. And mind you, me and the boy, we had French together as well. And for some reason, I think I got taken out of piano. So I didn't have to see him in that class.
0: Just anymore. talented all around, I see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was no, I was pretty bad at piano. <laughs> but um he um I got taken out of the class for some whatever reason and I got put in another one. And Fun fact, my gay best friend at the time was in the class with him, because he came after I left the class, but I met him in French. But anyway, he, um, What um so yes, yeah, so I had French with him. It was like towards the end of the day. And I remember, because he had it, and him and all his friends were sitting around. So as soon as I walked in, oh <laughs> yeah, I'm like, The jig is up. And one, first of all, it's crazy because I, I, it's crazy because I end up staying friends with that girl toward like through ninth and tenth. But yeah, so he had the letter, and at that point, him and his friends knew. And in high school, basically, word basically gets around. So there he is with my love letter, essentially in hand. Because that's it—confessing could, could how much I, I I lied and that I liked the kid or whatever—and it was it was heartbreaking because it wasn't heartbreaking. It was like I didn't have—I guess it was like a blessing or an curse because I didn't have to come out. Essentially, it was done for me through. I guess I did through a letter that was was supposed to be for the trash. So I just, It was good because I didn't really have to. But then I was also not really like textbook bullying from girls, I would say. But from his friends and everything. It was like, oh, you know, da 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 da. I think one time, I don't know if this was good or bad. It was some guy. He actually I gotta backtrack. It was one of his friends. He came up to me and he thought I was looking at some girl. He said, Oh you looking at that girl, oh that's good. I was like, what? <laughs> like, so
0: fucked up.
1: I know. I was just like, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm not. I'm just chilling. After the letter, he came up to me and he said, "I can't tell if this is good or bad thing." He said, "Oh, you like X, Y, and Z? That's not bad or whatever." Da da da. But I can't. It's stuck in my head because I can't remember if it was negative or if it was like, was he actually being supportive? He was one of his friends. So I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to run game on my head. There's that trust issues. Trust issues was right. for me. That was the catalyst for me. <laughs> the trust issues was at that time. So
0: that's when it kind of like started for you.
1: Yeah, because after the letter, he publicly was like, oh, no, I can't. Like, I don't like him, blah, blah, blah. And then he would still be talking to my friend, the friend, the girl, giving her information to give to me. And then me giving information how to give to him. So it made it seem like he still liked me regardless of whatever happened. And then, but publicly he was acting like he didn't. So it was just, it kind of was like for a loop because it was like, I don't understand if he is, is he like this or is he not like this? Right. And my impressionable mind, like that's I think this was probably one of the most controversial areas of my life. Thank God I was in high school and it was not like you know too too bad i wasn't like some of these people that go crazy but i um what was i about to say guys so oh yeah throughout through him playing games with me like that i kind of not formed an obsession but i was like i mean this guy he's gonna be mine like it's gonna be my
0: fun. husband.
1: yeah, yeah he could be my husband we're gonna be forever and kind of led me to do crazy things and since then i've tried to like i guess apologize because i can recognize that he might not be as confident with himself as i was or i was forced to be because of him so <laughs> it was his fault he didn't have to show anybody but he showed i mean i don't know it's my fault i wrote the damn thing but he I don't think it
0: was your fault at all i was gonna say it's your friend's fault
1: for giving it to him i should have never wrote it that was poor judgment on myself i mean but, but i've
0: for a reason so maybe you yeah. were supposed to write that and then that was yeah.
1: gonna be i was feeling my mouth. gossip girl no i was intended. feeling my gossip girl i was really like oh i love him he's so cool i was just so crazy i can imagine that if that would have happened to me i would have probably thought a straight <laughs> because i don't know it was crazy like the letter was crazy come if I don't think he was supposed to see it, but I mean, whatever. It was, it happened. But it's if I knew, if I had seen that, if that happened to me, yeah. Like how we were talking about the Barnes and Noble, the cafe, the boy. If you would have did something like that to me, I would have to. I mean, granted, we're older, and it's like, what are you doing? But it's like still weird. So I, I, I understand where he's probably like, he definitely wants to talk to me again, because over the years I've tried to be like, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I never was able to go up and talk to him. I was so scared. That was. Oh my god. I was so nervous because I was so right. scared because he said this what thing and but then he sang other things. But maybe if I just talked to him, it would have been different. It would have been a different couple. I might have been married by now. I my name would not, my last name wouldn't have been Stokes anymore. But it would have been it, i don't know. I understand why he probably won't forgive me and and you know because it was crazy or talk to me. I don't know. Maybe right. he's already with
0: it but you were so young and like i feel like even you both were probably scared you know so i feel like mm-hmm. maybe now being older as time goes, like has passed by he's probably understood that because when I you're 14 years old like what the hell are you supposed to do anyways
1: exactly it's not much you can do see i feel like <laughs> i don't know even then, even then, he also had conversations with my gay best friend at the time. So I don't know. I honestly, I think that I think he was really manipulative I, because he he was talking to him. Not a, sometimes it was about me, but he was able to be friends with him, but he couldn't stand me. I didn't understand it, I,
0: not, yeah. To me, like from an outsider, it sounded like maybe he had feelings for you, but because of everything that happened, it was just like
1: he I don't had know to put his
0: wall up,
1: but that hard, <laughs> that hard? <laughs> it
0: <laughs> is weird though. But I did like so with coming out, that's how you came out was through that letter,
1: yeah. Basically, in high school, yeah, it wasn't really, um, it wasn't ideal. I mean, I because. I didn't really, I don't know how to describe this. It's not like, up to that point, I didn't have any sexuality or whatever. Right. I didn't really view myself in that way because you're a kid. I mean, some kids do. But I was a kid, I didn't really, I thought, oh my God, he's really attractive. I don't know. Right. Kid, so I was like, oh my God, like I don't know. But I didn't really, I never really came to terms with anything up to that point. So I'm not saying it was forced on me or like I had no choice. It was right. just was like I knew I liked him. And then after that situation, I I think I liked a couple of people in high school after him. He took ninth to tenth. And then junior year, I was just, you know, I was beautiful. I was 17. I was killing the game. I was a fashion killer. I was a little Naomi Campbell. Walking the hall. I was I uh, yes, I was what they wanted to be. But um I came out to my mother because I thought I was going to be with the kid. I thought I was going to be with the boy. I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to bring him home. Once this, once this little problem gets through, we're going to get together. We're going to be fine. Never happened, but I came out to my mom just as a preparation. And then it came out to my sister and she was like, Oh, I knew because I'm I'm really close with my sister. They
0: just love having siblings.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love I love They always
0: have to say some shit like that.
1: They just love having siblings. Yeah. Yeah, like I I always knew and I was like, Oh, okay. And then it, it just made me comfortable with her. Yeah. So yeah, I think that kind of shaped who I am today. And even still, I don't know, because I don't know. You, you be thinking sometimes, because I be thinking, I be like, because yeah. I, I appreciate the LGBT community, but sometimes yeah. I really don't see myself as gay. I just see myself like a man. <laughs> you know, I don't it's, like you all you those. Just wanna, it, it's people. you.
0: You just want to yeah. be you. You do want to be put into a, like a box, but you, yeah. you at least can appreciate that you have that support and yeah. that people people especially going through the same thing or went through the same thing as you
1: yeah i don't like the baggage that comes with the gay community the the hookup culture the the racism in the community oh my god it's so yeah so especially busy. yeah yeah being black you had a,
0: yeah exactly
1: it's it's vicious so i don't know i don't know
0: <laughs> there any advice that you like you would want to give yeah. someone going through it or
1: we just went to a deep dive I was digging <laughs> in my brain <laughs> I was like um, need advice um advice what I would say to someone is don't let yourself become don't let someone else don't let yourself become what someone else wants you to be don't let yourself feel that role that someone is putting on you if you like that role then of course play it get the script read the lines but if you don't want to play that role then don't be afraid to uh, essentially be alone because if you can then I think what what I can say I feel like any person should grap- grasp grapple is with being alone because
0: yes that is because, something that I've preached about
1: yeah, but you it,
0: have to be able to be comfortable with being alone. Yeah, before you can be comfortable with being anyone else.
1: Yeah, if you can be comfortable with you and being, because not everybody's gonna like you. Not everybody's gonna want to vibe with you. So there'll be times where you're alone, and there'll be times where you literally have—it's just you and your back against the wall. So be comfortable. Be comfortable with being alone. Never let somebody put you in a box that you're not you don't feel like you fit in or don't even get in a box get in a circle if you want to get in a circle oh okay so <laughs> or a
0: shapes right now
1: yeah i mean welcome <laughs> to geometry or, or a triangle i don't know but don't ever fill a role that you don't want to because at the end of the day it's for you it's your life
0: it should you, be about
1: you. you yeah if you don't at the end of the day die live whatever blase blase blah, blah, blah. You can live your life knowing that you were able to be true to you. You were able to be true to yourself, and you weren't able, you weren't playing against or to someone else's rules. That's what I always say, and that's why I always tell myself. That's why I feel like maybe I'm a little bit confident or confident is because I feel like um, these people don't have to like me, and I don't have to like them right. for sure. I don't have. If I don't want to talk to somebody, I won't. Have, I won't. If I don't want to sit in a meeting or sit. In like at Barton or my school, if I didn't want to, I didn't want to be at school, so I left. I might have had everything going for me, but if it wasn't (laughs) for me, I didn't have to be there. That's why I think. That's why I think comes with or helps contribute to confidence is knowing who you are and knowing that you don't. If you don't belong somewhere, you feel like you don't belong. Dip. Somebody mad at you? They mad at you. There's not much you can do about that. You just have to. It's out of your control. Yeah, live for yourself and nobody else. Mm. I
0: love that. And on mm. that note, where can my adults in training find you?
1: Um, they can find me at House of Lotus, House of Lotus everything. I think my website is Um, but House of Lotus on Instagram. I don't do social media personally. I don't like the effects of it. Personally, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <I> recommend it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but... Um, yeah, House of Lotus or House of Lotus Studios. Um, yeah. And on Spotify, too. Spotify, House of Lotus. Um, you could find me under Kindle Stokes on Spotify for a podcast. Yes, I, you
0: have a podcast, too.
1: Yeah, I it's it thoughts from Kindle, but I haven't done it in a year. Because last year, this time, I was going through a traumatic experience. So I was just not feeling it. So I, I haven't done I'm it. Take a break. Again. It's okay to yeah. take breaks. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still on my little break but um i have a podcast on under house of lotus is musically inclined where i just talk about my favorite musicians just shoot the shit you know (laughs) but yeah sorry go ahead
0: and And you guys can find me at raquel alfaro that's r-a-q-u-e-l-l-a-l-f-s-and-frank-a-r-o and then follow the dear adulting podcast page on instagram And listen every Sunday at noon on Spotify and Apple. And give my show five ratings if you're feeling (laughs) nice. If not, then I don't care. So, yes. That's the end of today's episode, you guys. Happy fucking adulting. Bye. Bye.